Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, I'd like you to welcome you to my podcast. Something a little different than what I've been doing in the past. Uh, it's the whistleblower. And uh, basically, my name is John Green. And I certainly welcome you to. Please st- uh, stay tuned. Because what I'm going to be doing today is I'm going to be talking about a, show, a case that happened many years ago. And hopefully that the person who is involved in this is listening because I really think it's important that this family has some closure and knows what happened to their daughter. They don't have to come forward or anything else but give somebody or somewhere the idea that they know what happened and tell them where she is. Now maybe there might be another side to this, maybe there is what they call the Stockholm Syndrome. The young female ends up falling in love with the perpetrator. So these things do happen, but like I say, um, this case with Joanne Marie Peterson, she was born May the 12th, 1972. She disappeared February 19th, 1983. Now, she was last seen with an adult male at Vetter Crossing in Chilliwack, outside the Penny Pincher store on the east corner of the building, facing the Vetter Road. Now, basically what it is, is there's a Vetter Road and, um, what do you call it, the um, Watson Cross. Now, I'm sorry, I've been a little bit off there, but anyways... There was a name, Bobby Jack Fuller, um, was letter, uh, mentioned as one person of interest in this case. He's no longer alive. Now, Joanne went to a Watson Elementary School out in Better uh, Crossing there in Chilliwack. Now, the, how this all started was there was a spat between two sisters. So what happened was the cousin who was babysitting her friend they took the two of them took off and left Joanne outside in the cold rain so she walked back to the store to get a phone uh, to get make a phone call to her parents but unfortunately um, somebody made a phone call on her behalf and grabbed the phone or phone talked to the parents and told them they had 30 minutes to be there. Well, when the parents got there, the girl had disappeared. So, there is interest in this person. If you know anything, please come forward, because I think it's time that the family had a closure to what was going on. All right, I can imagine the guilt and all that that the sister and the babysitter feel. Now, I don't know if the parents are still alive or not, but that's not neither that's important too. But let's just think about it for a moment. Somebody sent letters back in 2011, disclosed in this crime things that only the perpetrator would know. So what it would be nice to do is if you could come forward and just even leave a message into the... Um, RCMP and let them know what happened or where she is and uh, then they can have some closure and know what's gone on okay so I you know 
whoever this is, obviously I think you have a heart and a soul, and I hope that there's a conscience beneath that. Also, some three weeks after Joanne disappeared, there was a phone call to her grandmother. Now, her grandmother had an unlisted nun number, so this would tell me that this girl was alive still in March. So, if you have a sense of compassion and understanding, maybe you have children of your own, you know, it would be very nice, like I say, if you called or left a message with the RCMP. I would encourage you to uh, at least contact someone. Um, if you can, you can trace down my podcast here and send me a, a note as to what's gone on and we can follow it up and have the family disclosed and know what's where she is. Hopefully she's still alive, but this was something that I really don't know. Now there is another clue that was brought out and that was there was a, a tan colored car. Now supposedly I would think that it had a blue roof on it. Now the only types of cars that I can find that have that is a is the Hornet Gremlin from 1970 to 1978 or 1970 to 1977. Now you have the Buick Electra which from 1959 to 1990 was kind of a dark blue with a blue roof. There's the Invicta 1959 to 63, the Vega from 1971 to 77. Now basically also you have and I had one of these cars myself, was a blue Thunderbird, 1978-77, and it had a blue roof, and it was a big thing. It actually, to, by today's standards, it would you'd think it was a darn lanyard. So, whoever sent these letters, you know, I would implore you, come forward, please, and give the family the closure that they deserve. You know, this case has gone on almost 30, it gone on 38 years. And I think it's time that maybe this got cleared up. So if you have any details, anything at all, get in touch with Crime Stoppers, and that's your safest way of doing it. You don't have to turn yourself in, you know. But what we would like to do is find out what happened to her. Okay? Anyways... I think the person that knew that is involved in this must have known Joanne, and it's been a very uh, traumatic experience. But as I say, if you have children, grandchildren, you figure it out what it's like if you lost one of them. It's not a nice thing; it's a mess. So, if you have in good conscience, I would ask you to please, please call Crime Stoppers and let them know what happened. Thank you very, very much for your time and attention, ladies and gentlemen. And I will be back with a broadcast in the near, very shortly with about Elvis Presley and four of his songs. Okay, thank you.